Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Prosecutor Doug Halbert, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is our Long Beach City Prosecutor, Doug Halbert. Doug, welcome back to Straight Talk. Thanks for having me, Art. Pleasure you, to be here. You bet. Uh, let's talk about uh, a problem that Long Beach faces and other cities throughout the state face, and the country for that matter, homelessness. What are we doing about homelessness? Uh, where is it going? Well, I think you're right. Homelessness is a big problem. It seems to be getting bigger. The statistics are kind of unclear on that. Uh, but where, where I think we need to go, obviously we need to do more services and provide more connections to people that are looking for them. It's a persistent and difficult problem because a lot of people aren't looking for help. Uh, they, they actually have uh, either drug addiction or mental illness, and that's making it very, very hard to house them. So it's a, it's a problem. There's a persistent homeless problem here. There has been for years in California, but it sure seems like it's getting worse. And just for the record, it's not illegal to be homeless. Oh, absolutely not, absolutely not. Although there is a lot of crime that seems to be associated with homelessness. Obviously, if people don't have any income, um, they're gonna have to steal to uh, you know, support a habit or to feed themselves. So there is an issue when people are unemployed and homeless. That, that creates problems for those that are not unemployed and homeless. Well, I'm hearing anecdotally that there are problems with petty crimes in various parts of the city uh, that were, n were not present before, that the, that the homelessness has impacted uh, the crime figures? Well, it probably has. It's really hard to pull out what crime is related to homelessness. In Long Beach, for the last four years, we've seen an increase each year in violent crime. So for the last four years, violent crime has slowly gone up. That's significant because the 30 plus years prior to that, we saw a steady decline in violent crime in, in Long Beach and throughout California. So we are starting to see crime not only uh, stop going down, but it's actually starting to go back up. And are you associating that with the homeless problem? No, I don't think I would say that homelessness is necessarily the, the, the part, you know, the biggest part of it. There are a lot of factors, a lot of changes in the criminal justice system, but there's no question that uh, it, it is contributing to, to the problem of crime. Let's talk for a moment about the LEAD Diversion Program. LEAD stands for? It stands for Law Enforcement Assisted Diversion. And LEAD has been going on in different various forms throughout this country for the last three or four years. Long Beach is actually very fortunate. We won an opportunity to be one of two pilot programs in the state of California. The state is funding this pilot program that allows law enforcement on the street to uh, connect someone to a case manager and housing. That person has to qualify. There are certain criteria, but typically are people that have drug problems and have demonstrated uh, having a drug convictions in the past, low level drug crimes, but they're homeless. 87% of the people in LEAD have been homeless. So they're get, they're, they get connected very quickly to someone who can actually give them supportive housing, uh, help them with their drug uh, addiction uh, problem if they're looking for that help. But most importantly, it provides that housing and wraparound case management services that they're not getting out on the street. 
Uh, this is significant because we've never had this level of resources before, and the pilot is restricted to North Long Beach. It actually goes from North Long, Long Beach into Compton and Linwood. That's the, the area, but it, it's not citywide. It's only in the North Long and Beach you say part. we won the opportunity. Was that by submitting a grant and beating out other applicants? Yeah, it was a very competitive grant application. Only two sites in California were selected. One was in San Francisco. The other one was here in L.A. County. And again, it starts in North Long Beach and goes up to Linwood. And we'll be seeing the results of that effort uh, uh, at the end of this trial period, which ends in a few months? Uh, it ends around summertime. It's a 22-month pilot program, and it's being assessed by, uh, actually, uh, Cal State Long Beach uh, criminal justice uh, professors. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, one other thing we want to touch on in this segment, the priority access diversion. Uh, a four-month pilot program. Tell us about that. Yeah, the Priority Access Diversion, or PAD, is really an alternative sentencing program. Uh, some people have a accumulated a lot of generally lower-end offenses, but their time in jail that they're exposed to could be two or three years as a sentence, which might be a month or two actual time in county jail. And we're offering them live-in drug treatment or mental health assistance as, as a direct link from the time in custody, they're in custody, instead of having them go from the county jail to, to a long-term jail sentence, we send them to 60 days of live-in drug treatment or 60 days of mental health rehabilitation. We're finding that about 80% of the people that opt for PAD are successful for 60 days in assisted housing. That's a much better model than simply housing them in jail for a few days or a few weeks and then releasing them back to the street. This is the first time we've tried this here in Long Beach and we're seeing pretty good results. Great. And is that a choice of the criminal uh, convicted person as to whether or not to go into this program? Well, yeah, we, we offer it to those, but to qualify, obviously, someone has to be currently in custody in order to be referred into this program. And in reality, they have to have a lot of exposure to jail time because someone who has a night or two in jail is never going to opt for a 60-day live-in treatment program. You and I might think that that makes sense, but we're finding nobody who's in county jail, yes. they, all they want to do is get out of jail and back out to the streets. We have to actually have an opportunity to send them somewhere in lieu of jail uh, into a live-in treatment program. Well, you seem to be uh, employing a number of creative programs in this fight against uh, crime and homelessness? Well, we're actually using this moment in the criminal justice system. Some of it's chaotic, but there have been a lot of changes, but we're using this as an opportunity to experiment and to try new things. I prosecute misdemeanor offenses, so a lot of our offenses are not violent, uh, they're not particularly serious, but they can be persistent. Those people kind of go in and out of the system over and over and over again. In fact, in Long Beach, we've actually worked together to create a justice lab to look at those that are habitually going in and out of the criminal justice system. And there's a lot of things that we, we found that we could do just by better arranging the services, better connecting people to services yes. to improve the delivery of service other than just pushing people out on the street. If we can nudge them into uh, assisted living, um, that's going to be a better outcome for Great. everybody. Great. Well, we'll be continuing this fascinating discussion as we pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. 
To learn more, go to POLB.com. The Port of Long Beach. Thinking outside the docks. Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. We're back, continuing the discussion with our city prosecutor, Doug Halbert. Uh, Doug, uh, drug ep epidemic, including particularly the opioid addiction, is an uh, increasing problem. Yeah, well, obviously, opioids have been a problem in America for some time. It, has, it hasn't been a huge problem here in California, largely because our uh, drug addiction issue is with methamphetamine and has been for a long period of time. Okay. We have other drugs. <laughs> We've got other drugs that have taken precedent. Uh, but the opioid crisis certainly is coming here and it already has shown up here. We've seen about a 47% increase in overdose deaths and most of those are related to fentanyl, which is a synthetic uh, opioid uh, drug. One of the reports I read indicated that uh, 59,000 to 65,000 people died of drug overdose in 2016. And that's an increase. We've seen it increase each year, and, and largely it is due to opioids uh, and fentanyl. And what's the relationship between uh, those crimes and deaths and, uh, and homelessness? Well, I, I think there is definitely a relationship. In fact, uh, one study, a federal study, said that over half of the people who are homeless either have drug addiction or, or mental illness or both. Uh, and, and it's very hard to get someone off the streets and into a shelter, but particularly if that person suffers from drugs, 
drug addiction, substance abuse, and if they have mental illness, they're not very agreeable um, to change their lifestyle and to move into a, a, a structured setting, a supervised setting. So it makes it a lot harder to move people from homelessness uh, in, into shelters. What's, what's unclear though, for, for a lot of these people, they may be drug addicted, but it's unclear whether they became drug addicted after they became homeless or whether homelessness was caused by an addiction. And I think both of those things are contributing to the problem that we're seeing. Well, as a city prosecutor, you and your office are regularly dealing with, with folks that, that have problems in, in, uh, uh, with regard to drug uh, use. Uh, or otherwise, and uh, do you have any suggestions for, for how we as a community should be addressing the homeless problem? Well, the reason prosecutors are now looking at substance abuse problems is because we want to get to the core problem. We're tired of prosecuting the same people over and over again, and if you don't address the addiction issue and you simply push that person out of the jail cell back out onto the streets and their addiction the problem still thing. exists, they're going to repeat the problem. Yeah. So we, we really have to do a better job at connecting people to services. Now we offer them services. It's awfully hard to encourage them to, to take those services. But we could do a better job, not just more services, but we have a lot of services. We do not do an efficient job at connecting people to those services. And I think data is really going to be the future of, of what we do of, of our work. And when I say data, I mean knowing where the available bed space is. Yeah. Knowing what, of, what bed space is available for what type of person, depending on who that person is, they may qualify for great services, for, for example, if they're a veteran. All right. They may, they may be, there may be beds sitting empty waiting for veterans to take them, and we don't know that that particular defendant has a veteran status and has, uh, has uh, bed availability open to him. In Long Beach, we're actually trying to develop an application using local uh, software from Laserfish to try to make it easy for law enforcement, and they're the initial contact out on the streets. Sure. Before they, they do the arrest, before that person goes to court, before that person gets incarcerated, law enforcement, they know a lot of these people already by first name. If they have the ability to connect that person into services or reconnect that person. A lot of folks on the streets, they've already been connected to services over the last few years. They may already have a case manager. They may have a bed waiting for them somewhere. It's just a matter of reconnecting to that service provider, so, so the, and we've never done that the well. The use of data can help uh, address this problem. Absolutely, and I'm proud of my office. We're actually taking the lead at building this out. We're calling it the guide system here in Long Beach, and I think we'll see it come online in the next year. And I know one other area that you and your office address is fighting truancy. And uh, I recall from a prior discussion we had that, uh, that there's a high degree of, uh, of, of uh, relationships between truancy and criminal justice system. There is. Actually, uh, not only that, but, but substance abuse. Those that drop out of school are twice as likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. It's really the same theme of, of prevention. If we can keep that person from having that particular problem, for example, substance abuse, we can prevent that person from funneling through the criminal justice system. And the dropout rate and high school graduation is one of the most important markers for whether or not someone is going to be successful in life. A person is going to be unemployed or underemployed if they don't have a high school degree. A person is far more likely to be incarcerated in state prison if they don't have a high school degree. And the number one indicator for whether or not they're going to graduate is truancy. Those that fall behind in school in third grade and fourth grade and fifth grade, statistically 75% of them aren't going to graduate high school. So we know who the high school dropouts are years in advance. Wow. And the number one thing is getting them back into school on a regular basis. If you do that, they'll make it through high school graduation. And the way you do that in part is to counsel the parents, call them in, 
and say, Joe or Jane has been truant now for whatever. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing to stop to bring that your kid to school? A third grader who's missing half of the school year, it's not that third grader's fault. I, mean, I think we can all agree on that. There's something that's going on with the parents that's making them incapable of regular attendance for that, for that child. Um, so yeah, there are some third graders, some fourth graders, and fifth graders that simply, uh, they, they want to go to school sometimes. It's the parents that need better coaching, if you will. Sometimes they need mentoring. Sometimes they need assistance with housing, assistance with other social services to improve the, the, the scenario in that household to get that kid to school. That is so important because kids that don't go to school, they get recruited to join gangs. They're more likely to get in trouble. They're more likely to get hurt themselves if they're not in school. Well, I think uh, these are good examples of the benefits of having uh, an elected city prosecutor that give you the flexibility to uh, devote your resources in the areas that you think is, are most important for addressing the problems of homelessness, drug use, and all the rest. Well, well, Long Beach really is uniquely situated. We have our own city prosecutor's office. We have our own police department. We have our own fire department, our own health department. If anyone can line things up together and provide yes. services more efficiently, it should be us. Yeah, and add the city auditor, too. And we have our own city auditor. Elected by the people of this community. Yes. Okay. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after we pause for these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not? Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. Continuing our conversation with our city prosecutor, Doug Halbert, uh, in this last segment, we'd like to get up close and personal and uh, think of uh, how, do, how do you feel the city is going these days, the city of Long Beach? Uh, we There's actually a lot of exciting things going on uh, in Long Beach. If you've been downtown lately, you see cranes in the sky. There are major projects, not small projects, major projects happening on almost every block in downtown Long Beach. That seems to be where most of it is, is focused. 
But that's very positive uh, that there's investment. People are investing uh, here in Long Beach. There's a lot of new housing coming on board. There's a lot of new shops coming on board. The Douglas Project by the airport is doing great. The airport's doing well. The Port of Long Beach is doing well. Uh, right now, a lot of the winds are blowing in the direction of Long Beach, and Long Beach is getting a lot of... Uh, let's just say high visibility attention and focus across the country. I think Long Beach has changed its reputation. Its persona is changing uh, from the days when people thought of it as a, a seedy Navy town that had uh, some crime problems. Of course, we still have problems, but uh, Long Beach has really improved in a lot of ways. It's an exciting time uh, to live and work in Long Beach. And the mayor is an enthusiastic cheerleader for all these good things that are happening in the city. I mean, I've seen him at dozens of different events and, yes. and he's there and uh, a very positive force. Well, he's not only enthusiastic, but he's a very effective communicator. So when Long Beach has a success to share with the world, he's very, very good at highlighting that success. Mm -hmm. And I think that's driving some of our success. You were first elected, Doug, in 2010 and then re-elected in 2014 and most recently re-elected without an opponent in 2018. That yeah. must uh, make you feel pretty good uh, that the, the people feel you're doing a good enough job so that no one really wants to run against you. Well, I, I am really lucky to have this position. I have a great staff. Um, I work with the city in a way that, that feels good and we feel like we're really making some great progress in criminal justice. You know, we have an opportunity to do these innovative uh, programs, uh, these diversionary programs. For example, we have the PATH program that helps uh, move 18 to 24 year olds out of the criminal justice system directly into jobs or job assistance. I mean, that's a big deal. No one in the country is doing it and we can do that sort of thing here in Long Beach. So I'm really very fortunate to be in the place that I'm at so I can try these things and, and see if they work. And some of our programs have become models, award-winning programs throughout the country, but it's because I have that latitude that Long Beach gives me. And I'm very fortunate and blessed uh, that the people of Long Beach have allowed me to do this. Uh, now I'm, I just started my third term, so um, I'm just very lucky to have this position. And being an elected rather than appointed city prosecutor, and you mentioned earlier that this is the only office in the country that where there's an elected prosecutor? Well, it's the only city in California that has an elected city prosecutor. There are only yeah. about 12 cities that prosecute their own cases anyway, and those okay. have different forms of governance, but uh, Long Beach is the only city with an elected city prosecutor. And yeah, I, I am detached from the so politics of the that city. That gives you the flexibility to to try something out which, which you think might work, but might be a little bit unorthodox. It could be, but, it, but just being separated from the politics of the city allows me to focus on doing my job, uh, which, which is criminal justice, mm -hmm. and allows me to do it in a way that I have independence from, from the politics going on. And I know each year you and your office give out these impact awards. We Tell do. us a little bit about it. Well, every year for the last nine years, uh, we have uh, given out awards to people who have worked with our office to make a significant positive impact in the city of Long Beach. We've given it to some social service organizations that have actually helped people who have been in the criminal justice system rehabilitate themselves. We've given it to officers that made uh, you know, just a, a great uh, case uh, that was very, Police very officers. challenging. Police officers. Uh, we recognize school officials that have worked with us on, on the truancy program. You know, truancy, we were talking about it a minute ago, but chronic truancy in Long Beach Unified has gone from 26% down to 9%. That's pretty wow. remarkable. It really it's is. because of that partnership. You know, there are a number of groups that are partnering with us and we want to give them the attention so we give them an award to highlight the good things that they are doing uh, in the city that some people just don't know about. And it gives these groups the opportunity to make a contribution to making Long Beach a safer 
city. Well, they are, and, and safety is not just the police. Um, safety is, is a continuum, and it has to be everybody working uh, on the same thing, all oars in the water, rowing in the same direction to be effective. We're really fortunate. I think we have that right now in Long Beach. And finally, how many uh, uh, the budgets of, uh, of many city departments have been cut over the last few years? Mm -hmm. uh, ha has yours been cut, and what impact have those cuts made if they have? Well, when I came into office, the office had had two straight years of very significant cuts, and I had a, a third cut when I started. It's leveled off a bit. But what that taught me going into this office is that you are going to have to do more with less. The option of going to the council to ask for more money is not on the table. You have to figure out how to, with your existing resources, do your job. And if you want to do something else, you have to figure out how to absorb that new, that new project within your existing budget. There just is no more money. But that helps you, you know, think a little more critically and be a little more strategic about how you use your resources. I'm very proud of my office. We've developed these programs with little or no funding. And sometimes if the program becomes a model and gets the attention, like our gang prevention strategy, we got a $200,000 grant from the Department of Justice, nice. the Federal Department of Justice, nice. because they liked what we were doing. They saw what we were doing. They saw it was effective. We've actually been able to bring a lot of grant funds uh, into our office that we never had before, well, only because of these programs. That's extra money that is not in the Long Beach budget. Then. Absolutely. We've had significant grants from the state and the federal government because they see what we're doing really is innovative and can be a model for other communities. Great. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. 
I think Long Beach is fortunate to have a city prosecutor of the quality of our guest, Doug Halbert, and uh, allowing him to do the creative things he is and helping us uh, in the common fight against crime. And uh, Doug, thank you for, for your work on behalf of the city. Well, thank you for 26 years of straight talk television here, providing information to the people of Long Beach that they wouldn't otherwise get. And you actually do an in-depth job. You've asked me a lot of questions today, and you always do a great job, but we're very lucky uh, to have you in the service that you, you provide. So I want to thank you for all that you give to our community art. Thank you, and congratulations on 26 years on television. I appreciate that very much, and we look forward to having you back each year to give us an update. Thank you, Art. And thank you at home for watching. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.